Hello and welcome to The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. I'm your host, Dr. David Hardy, and today we've got another amazing guest on our show. She is the owner of Vestibular Training Services, a national, international master figure skater coach, and is on a mission to change the brain health of individuals worldwide. Welcome to the show, Sheila Thalen. How are you doing there? Hi, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate this. What a, what a fun opportunity to, to really talk about something I'm obsessed with. Thank you. Right. And yeah, just to throw out some stats and numbers out there, um, being Canadian, I looked up some Canadian stats, um, up to 35% over a th- yeah, over a third there of adults forty years and older have a vestibular problem at some point in their lives. Falls are the leading cause of injuries, resulting in permanent partial disability and permanent total disability. And there's all sorts of links with anything from intelligence to anxiety. Um, with balance issues. Um, what have you kind of seen out there and what's kind of jazzed you up lately on this mission to, to improve brain health? Ah, I'm obsessed. So um, I, I see numbers even higher than that. And I see a lot of our country and our world struggling from, from childhood um, balance issues and cognitive and kids struggling to learn to read all the way through the whole aging range to my mom. Let's talk about my 78-year-old mom and falling. And still, and, and once that your grandma or your auntie breaks her hip, you know, it's it's $80,000 here in the States, and they're probably dead in the next six months in a horrible, horrible decline. You know, And so we look at these things that if we could stop falls in that older generation, we, we could really extend their lives and and that cognitive ability to really enjoy those years rather than, than suffer. You know, so like these are all pieces that are, are really, really fixable with vestibular training. Absolutely. Now, how did you get in this from aging to figure skating? Were you just on your skates one day spinning around saying, this is going to be great for old people? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is. Like you almost summed it up there, but um, I've actually owned a harness company for about 28 years. And so, so I've been spinning kids and athletes and about, about a half a million kids uh, I've personally worked with, you know, throughout the world. And, and we've owned this company for like 28 years and it, and I had worldwide sales, but like people kept coming back with like, wow, there's, there's a real difference in my athlete and there's a real difference in my kids sleeping better. And, and you know, in, Really, in the last 10 years is when I really put it together. And in those 10 years, that's where we really started to understand vestibular and how, you know, I was, oh, I've even got props. Look at me, my little vestibular system here, you know, (laughs) just like it goes like right inside. So here's like your eardrum. It leads into the vestibular, it rolls into the cochlea that people understand a little bit more about. But it's the education of what this vestibular system can do for you. And really in the last 10 years is where we we started to really understand it. And uh, in 2020, world's worst time to expand your company, <laughs> I did. So in 2020, I 
into the company, into the general population. And it's been this amazing um, project for me that I, I just can't stop talking about. Well, let's explain your, your device, your, your project, your company here. Um, what, what exactly is it? So, okay, I'm, you're going to laugh. I'm just going to pull up out of my favorites camera here. I'm just going to show one of my famous videos that is um, actually uh, one of the videos that NASA used, okay, that NASA called me and they're like, how'd you do that? So here's this girl spinning crazy. She's turning five and a half turns per second, and but she's got axis, balance, proprioception, midline cross. She's her brain is moving so 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 fast, um, and then at the end she's, fast. she's going to tell us. And for those that can't see it, there's this girl spinning around on this harness, and her ponytail is whipping around at mock speeds. <laughs> not dizzy, not dizzy at all. Thanks. Have a great day. Not dizzy. Wow. Not dizzy. And NASA called me and they're like, what did we just see? Like, how'd you do that? So, yeah, so it's just basically an electric lazy Susan. You know, it just it spins you and spins you and spins you. And then we have two options. One is that we can just leave you on the platter just standing there and spinning. And then, of course, for the athletes, um, they can we have a fly option with that body harness. And, and it's 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 fascinating to get to do it. Uh, because it, it's so much chaos around you that your brain yes. has to focus. It's just like finding Zen in the chaos of the spinning. And boy, the results have been fascinating uh, with that vestibular system. What are some of the results, results then? And uh, how did NASA just out of the blue call you up? <laughs> yeah, I know. How fun is that? I know. I kind of cried a little. Although I, you're going to laugh. Like, you know how your family's not impressed? Like my family right. doesn't care. Like they're not impressed at all. When when I when they got to see the NASA presentation, they were like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> for, for once, I think I impressed my family. You know, which I was pretty excited about. So, so, so when we talk about vestibular, we talk about the, there's like 20 major functions connected to it, and and even abstract thinking is even connected to your vestibular system, which I never knew. But um, right, this whole process of, of my own education, we talk about the four big things. And these are the four things that we see the major difference in working with our gear is that, of course, um, the number one thing is balance. So an improvement in balance in cognitive processing and how fast your brain is really kicking out the information and accepting and accepting the information and kicking back out the information. And uh, the, other one, the third one is non-spatial disorientation, you know, so that you really know where you're at. Um, and we talk about it in like the military and like if you watch Top Gun and that whole feeling of, of non-spatial disorientation is they're flying the jet airplanes. But that's also driving the car, knowing where you're at, you know, not running into people at Target, you know, like like knowing what's going on around you. Okay. Um, and then the final thing um, that there's the four big ones that we talk about all the time is sleep. So like, so like people okay. that work with us all talk about better sleep and that's, that's a whole part of brain health too. Absolutely. Now, just to geek out even more, um, the vestibular system, this feedback from just the receptor in the inner ear and 
is yoked to your eye movements and to every single postural muscle in your entire body. And it's the fastest and most heavy myelinated system in the brain. And it doesn't even need gating from the thalamus or these other upper higher areas of the brain. And it is just an amazing, amazing system. And people's blood pressure will actually go down as well, the autonomic nervous system. Uh, so this has huge potential across the field. And more insight, uh, it develops before vision too, right? <laughs> that other systems are yoked to it. And you mentioned 20 of them. I, I, I love it. Absolutely love it. And you keep mentioning the military. So don't they already have kind of these these spinning vomitrons and and other things to to help their their military personnel out. Sure they do. <laughs> they yeah, they, they do. You know, and, and actually I've seen some of the, the gear in action. There's there's a couple of the famous ones that other people have seen in the general public. They call it a Barney chair where you sit in it and you put your head kind of like sideways on it, you rest it on the rail and they spin you. Um and, and I have a really famous video of uh, one of our former figure skaters who now flies uh, Black Hawk helicopters, where it shows the, the normal boy the, when they stop it, and the kid's like, oh, struggling. And the kid's all over the place, and the kid's just dizzy and flopping around and can't function. And then, of course, then they show my athlete, you know, Megan, you know, just spinning. And, and to us, you're going to laugh. We watch the video and we think it looks slow. From the world of sports, we think it looks like slow spinning. We don't even think it looks that fast to us compared to what our athletes can do. So, of course, when they stop her, she's like perfectly balanced, no problem, no wiggle, no nystagmus. Her eyes aren't, you know, jittering, you know. She, she's just perfect. And so that's that's the one that they talk about all the time from the military. It's this Barney chair that they use for testing. But the piece of that, though, too, is it's sitting, and so I have a whole thing on sitting versus standing, which is two totally different uh, runs within your brain. Um, the other also sitting project is um, it looks like a gyroscope. And you'll see NASA training in it. Just they, they gyroscope the people. And it, it actually kind of looks like fun. Although the older population thinks it looks terrifying, you know, like to get flipped <laughs> like that. You know, so, so it's hard to talk people over 40 to get into those gyroscope things, you know, but, but, you know, they also run a half a million dollars, you know, but they're out right. there and, and they are part of the rehabilitation world, you know, like yes. you see concussion specialists use those. So, and they're fascinating, oh, yeah. but they're, but they're different than what I'm doing. And so uh, standing versus sitting, that's a, that's a big difference. And what have you noticed the difference between standing and sitting then? So you're going to laugh. Part of who really came that brought this forward to me was actually Dr. Lee Sidebottom, who's one of the head, um, the head chief medical officer for a company called NeuroTracker. And what NeuroTracker yes. is, is it's a great, it's like a big TV screen and they've got like moving balls. You know, you got to keep track of the balls with your eyes and the game speeds up or slows down as you cognitively can keep track of this or not keep track of it. And it's 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 wonderful software. I we we've teamed up with them on several projects, and they um, but they are huge in the whole um, soccer football world uh, in Europe. Like all the top yes. teams 
use NeuroTracker. Like, like they're, they were kind of the ones that really came forward early on. And I talk about they're probably decades ahead of everybody because they really, they've got a lot of research. They've got brilliant people running the company. And NeuroTracker really can track this. So we even use them for even some of our pre and post tests where you'll do NeuroTracker first and you get your score, spin with me for five minutes, come back and retest. And, and people have sped up. And that's the exciting part. Even some of my clients that have had brain injuries, um, one of my favorite clients uh, was a uh, in a motorcycle accident 13 years ago and still has still severe paralysis on that right side. And he pre-tested NeuroTracker, spun with me, retested NeuroTracker and improved his score by 30% in just minutes of, of training with me. Wow. And that's, you know, and not an old brain injury. Like this wasn't recent. This is 13 years ago. And so it's, it's really exciting to see this all kind of coming together uh, to the point we brought in a, a chief medical officer, uh, Dr. Daniel O'Brien is with us. And, and we even have uh, our head of PhD research out of the University of Minnesota is Dr. Erica Olson. So like we've just started to like put this all together. And that's, that's the exciting projects that, that are coming both academically from us. But I do want to add in too, there's over 50,000 papers already published on vestibular. 50,000. Yeah. So like I talk about like go to pubmed.gov, pubmed.gov, and the general public can sit and read for the next several years about the oh, vestibular yeah. system. Yeah, you're not going to get get through that. And uh, yeah, just, that, just yeah. to reinforce on that too is that when I mentioned the, the devices with NASA and the military, um, they've been researching this for a long time with G-forces, everything else. And then with, uh, you mentioned uh, Lisa, <laughs> Lee and what they're doing there. Um, one of their clients is uh, the RCMP in, in Canada. So there is a lot of high-end stuff going out here. Um, what are some of the, the other people who have approached you with, with uh, things that, that can happen and things that you can do, do with them or for them? I, it's so exciting. I mean, ultimately, the answer is anyone with a brain. I've really worked with right. three-year-olds through 90-year-olds, you know, with yes. really amazing outcomes. And and that's the whole goal is outcomes. But uh, the exciting news is we're starting a project with Lifetime Fitness here in the United States, which, you know, is this beautiful, oh my gosh, they're a huge company and yeah. phenomenal. Um, their, their CEO, Brom, even came out and trained with me. And, and loved the gear. So he's putting in a whole neuro unit within the Lifetime Fitness so that you can work out your body and your brain in the same location. Uh, and, and we're so excited to be a huge part of that project. So, yeah, so Lifetime Fitness pretty soon in the next, you know, one to six months, you should be seeing them uh, over at Lifetime. Wow. And, yeah, this really is kind of that uh... – area from pathology to performance. And uh, just to kind of uh, reinforce it with, with the people listening is that uh, if they go and watch the video of a high-end figure skater spinning <laughs> and the ponytail is about to take somebody off, um, it's different than somebody who's got a brain injury or who has autism or sensory processing is issues. Um, 
or who is elderly, uh, kind of walk us through kind of your protocols or things you'd look for to distinguish, well, how fast are we going to spin them for, how long, and even probably more important, what direction. Oh, okay. Oh, this is so much nerd for you. Oh my gosh. So much nerd alert. So, okay. So basically it sounds crazy. The kids can just go crazy on the gear. Like, like the kids are no problem. Like I just spin them and fly them and the children love it. Uh, after about 25, you don't love that, you know, and I call it, I can't twirl you. I can't tilt a whirl you because you'll, you'll vomit and you won't think that was a fun day with me. So with that, it's being far more gentle. And actually that was a weird transition in the company. When I figured out I didn't have to tilt a whirl you to show success and, and to show improvements. So then it turned into a game for me of how little spinning could I do and still see better outcomes. And the, and when you look at our, our LinkedIn page and when you look at our, our other projects, I have some really slow moving videos that are, and even in the video, my face is kind of like, like it's so slow. And it's, my face looks so unimpressed in these videos <laughs> because I'm like so used to the kids and going fast. And so to see um, how slow they can turn is really fascinating to still see really good outcomes. So really the hardest part of the trend, the gear is super easy to run. I have eight-year-olds that can run this gear for their parents. But the biggest trick to the gear is the person running it has to be sensitive. Um, right. I can't just show yes. up and be at pro motocross and start at 100. Let's go. Like, that's that's not how it works. <laughs> you got to start at like 20 and work up the dial so that you're not falling off the gear. Because the whole goal is that you don't fall off the gear. Not that I throw you off the gear, you know. So, so that's really right. kind of the point of it. So, so really that's, that's the challenge is getting people to be sensitive. But when you ask about direction, okay, this is where, Ooh, I so nerd out. So the interesting thing is to calculate which ear dominant you are. And so we talk about eye dominance, how you look through your hands and you close one eye and you close the other and which is centered, you know, which, which is what you're looking at centered, you know, is what eye dominant you are, but what ear dominant are you? Is, is, is what, what ear do you naturally, if I really have a quiet secret or the room's really loud or, or someone's talking real quietly, which ear do you naturally lean in with? And the fascinating part is, is almost everyone's going to lean in with their right ear. Almost everyone will lean in with their right ear. But my children that I work with, especially at four, five, six, seven, eight years old, that are struggling in reading programs, autism, academic struggles, kids with some emotional, you know, they have a hard time with emotional regulation, sensory, almost all of those kids will lean in with their left ear. Really? So, uh... I find that really interesting in my kids. So with that group, you're going to love this. this uh, I know the neuroscience people aren't going to agree with me here, but what I do is I only turn that batch counterclockwise. So what it does is it, it forces that right ear on the axis that as they're turning, that right ear really becomes the anchoring point. And the fascinating part is I've worked with thousands, thousands and thousands of these children that we just only ran counterclockwise. And, and I have to tell you, these kids are different 
six months later, a year later. Uh, a lot of my kids that were really dyslexic and ADHD um, really are number one students in their class now. They've really gotten out of those reading programs. They don't struggle. Uh, we're doing several research projects uh, with the autism world. You know, yeah, several projects with the autism world um, specific to that. But but even like the ADHD kids, I have just significant results um, pre and post test. Um, do you want to hear about that real quick for the ADHD? Let's go for it. Yes. Oh, so excited. Okay. All right. Such a nerd. So I have this great balance mat. It's a company called Body Tracks. Um, and they, they're actually based out of Canada. And it's a it's just a fabulous balance mat. And, and to be honest, they're really worldwide. And so they're kind of a standard in the PT world is how I ended up with one. So phenomenal product. So I pre-test people 10 seconds, eyes open, 10 seconds, eyes closed. And how you should score is great with your eyes open and a lesser score with your eyes closed. I mean, I think we're all in agreement with that. But with my ADHD people, and and this is the crazy part, and my brain injury people. So I'm putting ADHD in with brain injury, which sounds crazy, but the results are the same. If I just look at them on the balance mat, and I don't know their history, what they do is they score backwards. So they score terrible with their eyes open and fantastic with their eyes closed. Because the eyes are just too much to process with that brain injury or with the ADHD. They even talk about how lighting bothers them because it's it's just too much to process. Too much. It's sensory overload big time. It, it, yeah, And they just shut down, you know, which makes more sense when you talk about your kids. Like, well, pay attention. Yeah, but the kid can't because can't. there's so much coming in. They just can't. Like, you have to understand that. Just it's the answer isn't. Try harder, you know, which right. really isn't yeah. helping the child. Yeah, lift that heavy weight harder. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. Try harder, you know. So, so yeah. then they spin with me, okay, and and I don't see the results till they're all done. Like so, like so, they pre-test, uh, ten seconds eyes open, ten seconds eyes closed. Then they spin with me for the gentle five minutes. Come back and retest, and now the score has corrected itself. So now their their eyes open score is significantly different, like significantly. And so they're doing way better with their eyes open. And the, and then they still score pretty good with their eyes closed, but that wasn't the score that was the problem. The problem was with their eyes open. And the fascinating part is I've had so many people with concussions and children with ADHD and adults with ADHD that go, did you change the lighting in the room? Right. Like, 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 Suddenly they're accepting light. Like they've been living in this like dark dome this whole time and they didn't realize it. And now like the lighting doesn't affect them like it did before they came in. So, so I find that fascinating. And of course I recently worked with a little boy in Boston that had um, this poor kid just like shook from the ADHD. This, this child just shook from it. And after the four minutes with me of spinning, you could see the kid reset and could see it calm and like that Zen. I always go back to the word Zen. Like the kid stopped right. shaking and he looks at me and this little 13 year old boy looks at me and he goes, is this what I'm supposed to feel like? And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not with- supposed to be vibrating all the time. And uh, exactly. if you are, it's, it's, it's something, it's a warning sign that, yeah, there's there's this inner tension too that comes from not being grounded and not knowing the world around you and your own body. 
And uh, let's dive into another massive topic or implication with this, and that is the mental health arena, that there is connections in the research on vestibular disorders and even low-grade dysfunction and anxiety and all sorts of these mood issues. And uh, the example I use is, well, if I spun you around, made you dizzy and pushed you, how well do you feel? And people automatically get it. It's like, oh, yeah, there could be something physical here, but nobody's looking for that. And you talk about access to care. And I saw one pop, one study that came across my desk uh, was that in Toronto, they did it. And they've, they estimated that somewhere around 50% of the homeless population have had a concussion. And concussions are very much linked to balanced dis- vestibular dysfunction too. Um, what have you been seeing? What's coming across your desk that is like, yeah, we could help a lot of people, a lot of societal issues here. It, okay, this is where I kind of tear up. You know, right. I, I get really emotional about this stuff because really you shouldn't be thriving in homelessness. No one should thrive in homelessness um, unless you're an addict or you've had a brain injury. And I'm not talking about the poor single mom down on her luck. That's not the group I'm talking about. I'm talking about brain injuries. And the brain injuries that are having you not even be a part of your own society, you know, in your own family and what those brain injuries, especially the new, the one that just came across my desk a couple of weeks ago was um, brain injuries and domestic violence. Yes. Because I mean, we talk about like she's had her head slammed up against the wall a couple times too many, is not getting any services, any help, any medical advice, any interventions. And you know, no mom drowns her three kids. No mom does that unless they've had right. a brain injury. So, so, so you think back to those old, those, even the, the stories from the 70s and 80s of the mother who kills the seven children, you know, that's a woman that has brain injuries. That's not, it was a rough day at home. You know what I mean? And the kids, exactly. that's not. That's not what this is, you know? And so when we talk about brain injuries and the results are also... Those, those numbers are also seen in the prison population. Same right. thing, you know, and we talk, then that leads to the CTE. We talk about CTE. Um, if you ever saw the movie uh, with Will Smith, uh, Concussion, and Dr. Yes. Bennett Amalu, you know, right. that so fun, you know, that, that it was just a great movie. But the real Dr. Bennett Amalu follows me on LinkedIn. So I was like, oh, this is so, this is so exciting. You know? Right. My yeah. family was like, I was like over the moon, you know, <laughs> but so like, but when we talk about brain injuries and, you know, and the other document that just came out a couple weeks ago too, was they had 30, um, 30 men under 30 that had CTE, but they never even played pro sports. They just had brain injuries from high school and some college sports. Right. And they had developed CTE before 30 and it committed suicide. You know, and so their brains were donated to the brain bank of CTE. And but 30 people under 30 had CTE, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and I think everyone was really shocked by that because we thought it was more like a 50s, 60s, 70s, or, you know, you played pro football and you had 100 concussions, you know, but that's 
that's not even the extent of what we're looking at in the population. Those numbers drop to much younger ages than what we realize. Oh, that's exactly it. And I would, I would estimate and, but um, I'll throw it out there is that uh, a lot of these are going to happen younger and younger that uh, of course, falls are, are going to be a big issue at any age. And two, uh, the most concussions that, that usually present are kids bike accidents. And there is no baseline test and people aren't doing the proper rehabilitation afterwards. And then the brain compensates and develops in all sorts of other directions that just are maladaptive and cause issues later in life. And uh, most people just aren't aware of this. Or if they are, it, it's scary because what do you do? The access and the knowledge just isn't out there. And that is frustrating for me as a clinician and even more so for, for parents and people who, who, uh, who have the kids that they know something just isn't firing properly. How, how do we help them? So I, I, I absolutely. Saw one, I saw a funny one where they're saying people with brain injuries don't know they have brain injuries. It's right. the rest of us. But then it goes back to your family. It's not just the person with the brain injury. It's your whole family and how that affects your whole family. Yeah, absolutely. And we're all sort of scared of aging as well. And uh, the, the analogy that, uh, yeah, how your brain develops is how you're going to perform in middle age. And then how your brain performs is going to be how it declines. And whether it's injury or whether it's aging. And uh, this is a whole life spectrum issue. And we don't want to be that person who's at the supermarket and it just drives us bonkers or the person who can't go out into a crowd because it's just way too much stimulation and they don't know why they feel anxious and then they're misdiagnosed. And uh, it is absolutely frustrating, but uh, it's good to see that there's so much more coming out. and. Uh, what other things then are you just like very, very excited to to hear about and to to speak on? Oh, okay. Like, I, so I joke that we threw up eight hundred balls in the air and they've all come down on me. It's it's just mass right. chaos. I'll be honest, you know. So, yeah. but the, we're really excited because we're really close to a U.S. military contract. Um, and, and exactly, exactly the problems that we see in society are things that the military is really trying to tackle. And, and we talk about suicides and we talk about the military and, and I learned at one of the points they were talking about how if you have PTSD, your life is terrible, but you can survive. Okay. And, and if you have right. sleep issues, same thing, your life is terrible, but you can survive, but you can't have both. And if you have PTSD and sleep issues, this is catastrophic um, and almost unstoppable at that point. But the answer is to go back. But what if we could fix the sleep issue or fix the PTSD? Now it's not catastrophic. So these are the pieces that I'm really teaming up. I'm, I'm really close. It's not official. It's not official. But I, I'm really close to several projects with the U.S. military that, that really we really hope to go in and and team up. And, and, and the other little piece that I, I'm always so excited about in our company is this isn't pharmaceutical. This is flat out human movement. And human movement 
is is where we're coming from. And it's an intervention that isn't an injection. It's not more medication. You know, it's easily trackable. It's five minutes. Um, it's not it's not another 45 minute exercise program. You know, it's, this is just, it's, I really can skip people to in and out in three to five minutes. And that's the part of access that we're excited about, like in lifetime fitness. And as we move into more and more groups, uh, there's of course, franchising discussions. There's all, yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a lot of things going on, but um, it's a little bit too much going on, to be honest, you know, <laughs> we are expanding quickly, you know, <laughs> but in the same sense too, these are the parts that we're so excited about in, in access and going back to access. That's, that's a key part for all of us to look at in, in our communities around us. It definitely is. And now how can people find out more information and uh, how to find you then? So, of course, we've got the website, uh, spinyourbrain.com. Uh, it, and it's also vestibulartrainingservices.com, but nobody could spell that. So we went back to <laughs> spinyourbrain.com. I love it. So there's that. Yeah, there's a welcome to technology and learning to spell. Um, but in the same sense, too, of course, I'm really involved in LinkedIn. Um, Sheila Thielen on LinkedIn. I love to connect with people on LinkedIn. And that's actually where I met you, Dr. Hardy. So I'm so excited yes. to have met you. And, and, and oh, my gosh, all the other ones. Oh, my gosh. And Geneva Foundation. And, oh, my goodness. I've met amazing people on LinkedIn. Uh, we also, of course, have Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, whatever. But they're out there. Right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, definitely check out Sheila and spinyourbrain.com, correct? Perfect. <laughs> and stay tuned to the next episode of The Hardy Brain, the show that takes athletic, introverted entrepreneurs and leaders and transforms them into ironclad brain performers. Take care. <laughs>